Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 94 on page 457. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, thou God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself. Arise, thou judge of the world, and reward the proud after their deserving. Lord, how long shall the ungodly, how long shall the ungodly triumph? How long shall all wicked doers speak so disdainfully? and make such proud boasting. They smite down thy people, O Lord, and trouble thine heritage. They murder the widow and the stranger, and put the fatherless to death. And yet they say, Tush, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Take heed, you unwise among the people. O ye fools, when will ye understand? He that planted the ear shall he not hear, or he that made the eye shall he not see. Or he that instructeth the heathen, it is he that teaches man knowledge, shall not he punish? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are but vain. Blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth, O Lord, and teachest him in thy law. That thou mayest give him patience in time of adversity until the pit be digged up for the ungodly. For the Lord will not fail his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Until righteousness turn again unto judgment, all such as are true in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up with me against the wicked, or who will take my part against the evildoers? If the Lord had not helped me, it had not failed, but my soul had been put to silence. But when I said, My foot hath slipped, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. 
In the multitude of the sorrows that I had in my heart, thy comforts have refreshed my soul. Wilt thou have anything to do with the throne of wickedness, which imagineth mischief as a law? They gather them together against the soul of the righteous, and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my refuge, my God is the strength of my confidence. He shall recompense them their wickedness, and destroy them in their own malice. Yea, the Lord our God shall destroy them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beganeth the second book of Kings. Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahab. Now Azahiah fell through the lattice of his upper room in Samaria and was injured. So he sent messengers and said to them, Go inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover from this injury. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and say to them, is it because there is no God in Israel that you are going to acquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Now thus fair, therefore, thus says the Lord, you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. So Elijah departed. And when the messengers returned to him, he said to them, Why have you come back? So they said to him, A man came up to meet us and said to us, Go return to the king who sent you and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending to inquire of Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Therefore, you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. Then he said to them, What kind of man was it who came up to meet you and told you these words? And so they answered him, A hairy man wearing a leather belt around his waist. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. Then the king sent to him a captain of fifty with his fifty men. So he went up to him, and there he was, sitting on the top of a hill. And he spoke to him, Man of God, the king has said, Come down. So Elijah answered and said to the captain of fifty, If I am a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. And fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Then he sent to him another captain with fifty, with his fifty men. And he answered and said to him, Man of God, thus has the king said, Come down quickly. So Elijah answered and said to them, If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Again, he sent a third captain of fifty with his fifty men. And the third captain of fifty went up and came and fell on his knees before Elijah and pleaded with him and said to him, Man of God, please let my life and the life of these fifty servants of yours be precious in your sight. Look, fire has come down from heaven and burned up the first two captains of fifties with their fifties. But let my life now be precious in your sight. And the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him, do not be afraid of him. So he rose and went down with him to the king. Then he said to him, Thus says the Lord, Because you have sent messengers to inquire of Baal-zebub, 
the God of Ekron. Is it because there is no God in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore, you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. So Azahiah died according to the word of the Lord, which Elijah had spoken. Because he had no son, Jehoram became king in his place, in the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. Now the rest of the acts of Azahiah, which he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the, the book of, of the epistle to Timothy. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, our hope, to Timothy, my true son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, remain in Ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which cause disputes rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Now the purpose of the commandment is, is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from sincere faith, from which some, having strayed, have turned aside to idle talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for the sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers, and if, if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me, because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. However, for this reason I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long-suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, 
invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck, of, of whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may blaspheme. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, for as much as without thee we are not able to please thee, mercifully grant that thy Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. The story from the Begins Second Kings just highlights the, the, the consistency with which God is sending prophetic messages to the northern kingdom to let them know that, you know, God is here calling you to repent. And yet Ahab persisted in his rebellion. And now uh, his successors are, are continuing on in that same path. And so there's a continuous opportunity for repentance before the final destruction of the northern kingdom, which will come uh, in due course. But there's also a secondary way to frame it, which is that and it kind of ties into the um, the New Testament message that Jesus is Lord. That that you know that so the king goes and sends for the God of Ekron for healing, and and God is through his servant Elijah saying, you know, because there's no God in Israel like I'm Lord here. <laughs> what are you What are you doing? You're you're you. And and so it's Elijah's proclaiming that that the Lord is God. Uh, to to the king of Israel who's not believing it, and then when when um, the king he lets the king know sends his messengers back and he sends you know captains to strong arm Elijah uh, that it's sort of a, a battle of might that harkens back to the you know the barbecue contest the prophets of Baal where God demonstrates his power the king of Israel sends soldiers to dra drag Elijah in. And, and in, in response, Elijah shows God's power in consuming the soldiers. And, and so it's the proclamation that, that God, that the Lord is, the, is God, God in Israel in this area that he has <clears throat> established his, his um, kingdom for now in this temporal localized way. And the refusal to heed that message on the part of the northern kings is going to result in destruction. And this you know, and judgment. And this, this kind of pattern, you know, resonates out in the world we live today where <clears throat> there's a kind of an enduring idea, or a, no, enduring is the wrong word, it, there's, a, there's an idea bubbling up that we can each have our own way and our own God, and I can have this, and I can do what I want to do, and I can do whatever I want to do with my behavior, my sexuality, and it can work out just fine. And it won't work out just fine. This 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 experiment, as in the as in the Northern Kingdom's experiment with idolatry, is going to end in absolute judgment, and this thing will unravel because it just doesn't work. It's not the way God made us to be. And and the proclamation of the church is that Jesus is Lord, and calling people to recognize the error and and return to the true God and to live this 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 right this right way. This kind of informs the first chapter of, of Timothy, where um, you know Saint Paul is 
writing uh, this this epistle to Timothy, who he's put in Ephesus, sort of as a as sort of what we think of as a bishop in Ephesus to to set things in order. And um, there are Gnostic heresies afoot, which are, have to do with secret esoteric visions and and things. He mentions genealogies and a lot of of, of doctrines that people speculate about. And uh, St. Paul says, I put you there to, to tell them to knock that off, that this is to stand for the true doctrine. And it's interesting how that true doctrine, he then talk, goes into the behavioral exhortation that, that the true doctrine leads to holy behavior. And, and the, we should note that in this passage in Timothy, this, this listing of, you know, that the law is not for the righteous, but for the ungodly, and he lists, you know, for murderers and for various sexual sins, for liars. Notice that tracks the Ten Commandments. Starts with murder, adultery, lying, and he's he's and the point of the law is not for the for, for the righteous, because the righteous, if we're seeking to love God and neighbor, we will just naturally do that. The law is for the unrighteous, as as um, St. Paul highlights in Romans, to confront sin and to bring people to repentance. And St. Paul says himself later on that, and you know, it, it, for, it's the laws for sinners of whom I am chief, because I was a sinner and I've come to repentance. So when we confront the world with its error, the purpose is that they will see the error and come back to the true God and then begin to order their lives the right way that they might inherit the, the blessings that God has for his people. Um, and it, it just highlights that, that our situation now where we as a church are called to be faithful and stand for the, the, the true faith and the, and, the, and the kind of behavior that flows out of that faith is not any different. It never really changes. It's what Elijah was telling the Northern Kings, it's what Timothy is telling the Ephesians, and we, we are called still to stand in the same place of, of God's faithful witnesses saying, Jesus is Lord, and everything that doesn't confess that is eventually going, is temporal, is going to crumble away. Only God's kingdom will continue to stand, and that's why we hold on to our faith and, and our hope in, in that which is eternal. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them, according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, 
We, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon John. Bye, Thank you, Mr. Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Hey, hi. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Deacon John, can I have a word?